You may be seated. This is what we call the baptism sermon on super speed, okay? Before we get into that, I want to just point out a few announcements. If you weren't here last week at our big surprise Sunday with lots of announcements, we do have a new website, Woo! which is awesome and thankful for so many people who helped out with that. Secondly, uh, we have Christmas Eve coming up, believe it or not. And I just want to put this in your, your mind's eye that we have lots of different opportunities. It is on a Sunday. Uh, Dan Bellamy, who does Inflatable Stories, which you've not seen his show. It is appropriate for all ages, but specifically kids. So this is our 10 a.m. Yes, we'll open presents tomorrow, kids, but watch the balloons today, okay? Then two afternoon, very traditional. Uh, what E3 does is traditional Christmas Eve services. So we'd invite you back for Christmas Eve. And then lastly, 2024, 2024. This is gonna be helpful for those of you who are tired right now and those of you who are hungry, okay? Because you get to go early to church, early to lunch, or late to church, catch on those extra Zs. Can I get an amen? Amen. This is awesome. We're excited to jump into two gatherings starting in 2024. Those are the announcements. Let's talk about baptism. Let's talk about baptism for a little bit. That sound good? With Halloween right around the corner, let's consider the 2023 most popular costumes. 2023 most popular costumes. Any guesses out there? Don't put it up on the screen. Favorite. <laughs> Lindsey Durenberger, please leave the church at this point. Taylor Swift and Ta- Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey is not, or, those are both exes. Who else? Who else got one? Barbie and Ken. Well done. Let's put that first one up. Barbie and Ken is a number one costume. I found this one. This one made me laugh. That's, that's what I'll be coming next year as. Uh, Barbie and Ken. What's number two? Johnny Mathis. Johnny Mathis? <laughs> Who's the guy in the movie who is, doesn't have a, a purpose in that Barbie movie? Yeah, is that the guy? Um, I don't know his name. Alan. Yeah, Alan. Yeah. No, who's, who's number two? Give me your real ones. Donald Trump. That's a good one. Spider-Man, you save that, save that, okay? That's number three, okay? You got number three in a minute here, okay? What's number two? It's Princess from the Mario Brothers movie. Yeah, Princess Peach, Princess Peach. Number three is Spider-Man. There he is. And then we get into a normal kind of number four. It's just a general plain witch, okay? That's number four. See, costumes are fun, right? Many of us like to try different costumes on in our lives. Some of us have a costume we put on 8 a.m. at Monday every single week, right? Some of us have a costume, don't tell anybody, 10 a.m. on Sunday mornings, I put a costume on. I go to church and I act like a different person than I do at 8 a.m. on Monday mornings. Don't tell anybody though, right? Some of us have a costume that we put on either at noon, at 2 or 3.30, or at 7 o'clock on Saturdays, right? Yeah, and it, and it has a certain color shirt, yeah, and you do a certain chant or you do a certain song, and you go rah, rah, sis, boom, bah, yeah? There's all these different ways in which we think we can try something on when it seems either convenient or maybe just I have to code switch to the given setting that I'm in. But how many of us treat our relationships to Jesus like this? An appropriate Sunday morning or at minimum to hedge my bets for eternity. See, baptism is much more than this, and these girls knew that. The teens we're gonna baptize in a moment know this. It's not just a temporary costume for a Sunday, much less a one-time act. No, it is a sign, but it is also much more than that. It is a life-defining moment, like a wedding or birth of a child, but it's still unique in terms of those experiences like those. For many, it is confusing and has become confused based on the teaching you maybe have grown up with or the ideas in which you've seen different churches perform this act. 
It's been taught in different denominational strains and added on to over and over and over. So this morning, quickly, in three points, we're going to understand what the essence of baptism is, okay? Number one, Jesus was baptized. Other leaders like Jesus in Jesus' time would baptize their followers just like Jesus did, just like John the Baptist, except actually Jesus didn't baptize any of his followers. Is a cultural sign in his day and age of becoming a believer. John the Baptist had a group who he obviously baptized, and it's obviously he baptized Jesus Christ. It's fascinating that Jesus wanted to be baptized just like all of us, just like these three girls were here today. In Mark 9, Mark chapter 1, verse 9, at that time Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee and was baptized by John the Jordan. Just as Jesus was coming out of the water, he saw heaven being torn open and the spirit descending on him like a dove. And a voice came down from heaven, you are my son whom I loved, with you I am well pleased. See friends, we get baptized because Jesus himself was baptized. He set a precedent, he set a standard and showed that he is with us, united with us through this act. Number two, Jesus commanded us to baptize. There's something beautiful about the simplicity across cultures and the availability of water. One of the most common substances that we use, we drink of, we, we add in so many aspects of our life. And there are historical times during extreme drought that baptisms were done with way less water than we have here today. In fact, many churches will baptize historically and confirm in their language with a very small amount of water to show the individual's testimony is ready to become a disciple of Jesus. Many of us sitting here were baptized with just this much water, and it still counts. And yet there's nothing magical about this water, no matter the amount. Most of them coming out of the water will not fly. It's one of the questions I ask in every one of the testimonies. What will change when you come out? In fact, I try to warn people when they come out of these waters, and you identify yourselves as Christ, most of the time people are more tested in their lives going forward. But still, Jesus commands to take on this sign as a baptism. Matthew 28. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in my name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. And surely I'm with you to the very end of the age. Which continues to number three. Historically, it is a sign and an inward decision uniting all the believers together. Attendance is higher on baptism Sundays. You want to know why? Because this is the one time where an individual is highlighted. We have five individuals today being highlighted, obviously. But also, each of us in the Spirit are called to remember our own baptisms, are called to analyze our own walk, to recall our own sign that we are all following Jesus, and we're connected to each and every person who has done this act. Galatians 3, Paul writes this, so in Christ Jesus, you are all children of God through faith. For all of you who are baptized into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. There's neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, nor there is male or female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. If you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to his purpose. Which leads us to the very last point. And I realized earlier I said three points. I meant four, Okay. Sometimes I can make a mistake. This is one of those times. I said three, I had four points, and that doesn't turn into five or six. Trust me. We're only stopping at four. Jesus command, sorry, is a covenantal sign and an engaging sacrament. There's this idea, and I love it with kids, they understand a wedding ring. That when you put this on, it's a sign and a seal that I'm married to Carissa. If I take it off and I ask kids this, am I also, also not married to Carissa? It's all molded to my finger. I can't actually take it off. But, but if I could, would I be that I'm not married? No. 
I'm still married. It's just a sign of that commitment that I've made to her. We have an Old Testament sign of circumcision. And thank goodness, this is not a circumcision service, right? <laughs> the attendance would be really low, I assume. Thanks for laughing at that. I, I took a rager. I'm like, I'm just going to go for it. We're going to see what happens. <laughs> but this is a sign and a seal. A sign and a seal. I love that, that idea, that theological idea. A sign and a seal. That the sign of baptism is for all of us to see that this person is saying it. But it's also a seal saying that I am with Christ. It doesn't guarantee me eternity. We don't believe here at E3 that when you're baptized, all of a sudden, oh, you're heaven. No. You have a whole lifetime of living out your salvation with fear and trembling. But this is a sign and a seal saying, I'm willing and publicly committing to this just like you do here. And just like in so many of our aspects of life, we need that sign and seal to see something happening, which makes this extra special. I love in Colossians, Paul writes this. In him also you are circumcised with a circumcision made without hands, by putting off the body of the flesh, by circumcision of Christ, having been buried with him in baptism, in which you also were what? Raised with him through faith and the powerful working of God who raised him from the dead. And you who are dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made alive together with him, having forgiven us all our trespasses. Have somebody say amen. amen. Therefore, E3 holds on to these essentials about baptism, not about the age exactly or the amount or the liturgical phrase of the water. It doesn't have to be just right or just this certain perfect way to count Indeed, we have people who have been baptism equal to your salvation, and I hear you, and we hear your theology on that. Or some who have been baptized as an infant in faith that somehow it doesn't count, or maybe counts differently than what baptism is here. So instead of complicating, friends, let's celebrate and support these testimonies fulfilled through this day and through their entire days of their lives. What we as a church understand and know is that Christ commands and is baptized. And therefore, we ask every believer, as a one-by-one testimony, are you ready to take this step in your relationship to Christ? It isn't about knowledge to pass an exam or a certain physical ability or a desire to wipe away my sin. It is an acknowledgement of my commitment to Jesus and for Jesus to do that for me. Jesus is in these waters, the waters he created, that he walked upon, that he was submerged under, that quenched his thirst and caught his tears. Jesus is who these five today are being baptized to. Let's celebrate their bold decision. Let's cheer on their continued discipleship and let's remind ourselves of that same need. With that, let's turn our attention to the screens.